You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Okay, so you guys are awesome on the uh, the text line. At first, a couple shout-outs that we did not get to mention or get some of the texts as we were just kind of going through them. Uh, even ones from half an hour ago, right from when the show kicked off. OG Les Lancaster, we want to publicly apologize um, because they said, I'm going to have to go home to my boring meal-prepped food, so if you guys could table this chicken nugget chatter, I'd appreciate it. Oh, don't worry. It was tabled. We tabled it because we started talking about how Sam Darnold looks like a thumb. He does. I pulled up um, the pictures. Do you agree? Yes, you're right. See? Ted, thanks for the uh, photo edit of Stetson Bennett as the regional sales manager at Liberty Mutual. <laughs> That's getting posted at I, some I'm point. Post, I'm going to post it actually right in the next commercial break here in a moment um, because... And if Georgia is welcome bl- to Georgia, if Georgia's blowing out TCU, expect this picture to be posted during the game. We also got told that I don't got a neck. I'm a total fullback. Nah, not tough enough. The whole I don't got a neck part is right, though. That is true. I think which has changed because I used to have a neck. Your nose isn't isn't messed up enough to be a fullback. If I started playing fullback, though, it would. Nah. It'd get most messed up. No, enough. It just has to be messed I, up. I just think, I mean, I don't know. You have to ram your head into things before you put your helmet on to be a fullback. Those are the rules. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can, I can make, I can, <laughs> I can make that happen. Um, somebody left at the, you got a tight end face. And then Jim and Lincoln Sipple looks like the 40 year old quarterback that Oklahoma state had, which was Brandon Whedon. Shout out to Brandon Whedon. So who played in the MLB, then went to Oklahoma state and then got drafted and played for the Browns. So that yeah. was a thing that happened to him. Yeah, I guess so. Um, okay, so let's let's go ahead and just get on to some sports. because uh, And once again, we want to hear from you guys. You guys were awesome. First segment, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman text line, as well as the uh, Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream. So, Rico, Nebraska gets the commitments of two guys yesterday. Yes. Ethan Nation, a cornerback from Roswell, Georgia. Yes. An interesting situation. Shout out to uh, my good, fr- our, our good friend Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. He's like take credit um, for everything, don't you? I said our good friend. <laughs> now here's the deal. So Steve was was saying that the way that Ethan Nation and Nebraska got together, like met up and and you know had a uh, basically had a, developed a relationship, was J.C. Horn, the Ooh. former South Carolina defensive back mm-hmm. who now plays for the Carolina Panthers worked out and works out with Ethan Nation. And obviously, while J.C. Horn was in the with Carolina and Matt Rule was with Carolina, that is how Matt Rule ended up getting introduced to Ethan Nation. That is a hell of a person to work out with. Yeah, so there's um, so Ethan Nation and, uh, you know, eventually would sign last December and is going to be a Husker. Um, intriguing prospect there. But then the more intriguing one, and the one that I would say for Husker fans to be even more excited about. Well, let me throw this out there really quick before we move on to that. Uh, For the people that care, because I know many people care, uh, his offer to Nebraska, uh, Ethan Nation was also offered by schools like Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Mm -hmm. Cincinnati, Clemson, Colorado, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech, uh, Illinois, Indiana, 
Jackson State. So, you know, some yeah. some some pretty uh, high profile schools and some schools that you know if you're going up against them in, in recruiting battles, you feel good winning those battles. So then the other guy that Nebraska, and once again, this is this falls into the category of one of the guys that signed back on December 21st and is officially coming to Nebraska. Um, and there's no sweating it out until the next signing day, right? Is Cameron Lenhart, a four-star defensive end. He's listed as an edge guy on a couple of the recruiting sites. Mm-hmm. Listed He's as, played all over the defense. Yeah, line. so listed as six foot three, two hundred and fifty pounds. More more realistically, it's probably about six three, two thirty right now. Uh, maybe two thirty five. Um, but I, here's the thing. So listed as the thirty seventh best defensive end in the country. Um, a four-star according to 24-7 Sports, played at IMG. Now, IMG has that little bit of a benefit where he might be a little more polished developmental-wise to come in and be ready to play at the next level. Mm-hmm. Now, if you watch Cameron Lenhart on film, Rico, you just said it. He's played kind of all over. He's played inside, like D-line mm-hmm. part inside, also played on the edge. He might even get a little more muscle or bulk up a little bit more and play a little outside linebacker as well. He's had his hand in the dirt. He's stood up. Yes. He's been in the middle going up against guards and centers. He's been all over the defensive line and, and edge rush, obviously, with uh, with no hands in the dirt standing up. So he, he's got experience playing at all those positions, playing against some high-level high school talent. And I know I've said it before, and I I, I said it on uh, the water cooler, um, I believe, yesterday. He's one of those guys where – even though I say that you know it takes a year or two to to be able to play at the power five level on the offensive or defensive line, it's going to take a little yep. bit to develop somebody and get them ready. He seems like a guy who might not be ready the first game, but might actually make some noise mm-hmm. and and do some some good things for your team in his first year on campus. So Cameron Lenhart, I mean, he's a guy that also um, with. Watching the film, he he has aggressive and heavy hands, which is a good thing, right? Because he kind of he can explode and get control mm-hmm. of of the guy in front of him or across the across the line of scrimmage. So now it's questions of where is Nebraska's Husker or excuse me, where is Nebraska's scholarship update at, right? Because we've had some movement, um, whether it was guys leaving, whether it's you know obviously Ethan Nation and now Cameron Lenhart coming to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, Nebraska needs to get to that 85 number by the start of fall camp. Here they are, and this is updated as of like 12.45 today. Um, They're sitting at 92. Mm. Still sitting at 92, which which you remember. And we'll do this probably once a week because there's going to be a lot of changes, a lot of fluidity uh, throughout the next couple months. And with guys leaving and now these guys coming to the program, as of today publicly known there are 92 guys on scholarship um some of the i mean you have obviously the entire f- true freshman class which features 22 of them mm-hmm. um That's a massive which class. we could go down the, i mean we could go down the list but we don't need to necessarily need to nah. um but here we are once again and, and going through we've had our conversations about the quarterback room had our conversations about the running back room which it's now official anthony grant's coming back aj allen is returning uh, which are some big – those two are huge gets or huge keeps, I should say, for Nebraska's coaching staff. By all signs, it show, it seems like Thomas Fedoni is planning to return, which if you look at that tight end room, it's Borkature, who has the most experience. As a walk-on. And then, yeah, and then just a jumble of guys that feature Chris Hickman, James Carney, A.J. Rollins, Chase Androff, Brody Tagaloa, 
and Thomas Fedoni. Now, Chris Hickman does have experience on the field, but he's been tight end, wide receiver, tight end. Yep. He's been switching positions uh, between those two spots for his entire career at Nebraska, and he hasn't been able to find a spot to stick at. So he's been on the field. He's he's seen some playing time, whether it be special teams or whether it be uh, some, some random snaps here or there in games. But, yeah, if you're talking actual experience at tight end, blocking, catching passes, doing all that, Nate Borkacher is your mm-hmm. most experienced tight end. I mean, you've got that number one recruit from a couple years ago in Thomas Fedoni, but you know, two major knee injuries in his first two seasons have kind of derailed um, his mm-hmm. career path at Nebraska, and hopefully, depending on on how healthy he is, not only physically but mentally, uh, and his ability to get back on the field and have enough faith in his in his knees to make the cuts necessary to do everything necessary to be a to 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 show the talent that got him that number one tight end mantle. Um, that will be extremely important for him going forward. Well, here's what's crazy to think about, Rico, is more specifically just stink, sticking with that tight end room. Think about the conversation that we had two seasons ago now, where it was like, dang, Nebraska's tight end room is, is pretty stacked. Austin Allen, Travis Vokalek, and then you had multiple guys underneath them as well, mm-hmm. where Borkature, where you had you had guys, right? It was like, man, Sean Becton's group is is pretty deep. Looks nice. And, and at that point, um, Chris Hickman was still floating back and forth between wide receiver, tight end, and there was still that four star shine on Chris Hickman or or high three star, whatever it may have been, out of Omaha Burke High School. And then you you know you fast forward then to that last year, and it's dang, Nebraska's got Travis Vokalek, Chancellor Brewington who we saw two years ago mm-hmm. really start to lay the wood, right? And well, he whole, switched from wide receiver yes, to tight end. that's right, when he came into he, Nebraska. Yeah, from yep. northern Arizona. Nice work. Transferred Good in. Pull. So anyway. I remember things. It's it's just like the, the conversation around a couple of these rooms, like tight end, I suppose, has sort of changed where you had you had a, a pretty good size or a pretty good amount of guys, I should say, in that tight end room before then – Last year, it dwindled a little bit, but you expected then this year to have Thomas Fedoni, but now you're sitting here ahead of 2023. If they want to go to the transfer portal, that's fine. If they don't, what's it look like for Nebraska? Who is that guy at tight end for Nebraska? We, we don't know yet, and, and you just kind of hope and pray that maybe off of potential, a guy like Thomas Fedoni stays healthy. Yeah, and sticks around. A lot of bodies, not a lot of experience. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and take our final time out. We will continue to kind of dive and and dissect, I suppose, uh, into this Husker scholarship distribution chart because there's a lot of interesting things around it. Cameron Lenhart is listed on here as an edge. Um, So now Nebraska has four guys on scholarship listed as edge. It's Cameron Lenhart, Jake Applegate, Jamari Butler, and Blaze Gunnarsson. Well, like I said earlier, uh, Ethan Nation was a cornerback. Um, So now Nebraska has, let's see, three, five, nine of those in the room, um, but still sitting at 92 scholarships publicly known. Now, Mm -hmm. obviously, guys could be dipping and stuff like that, but... Um, we don't we don't know quite yet publicly. So let's take our final time out. We'll bring in Nathan Brennan for the crossover to round out Wednesday's show coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.